Tests. The dreaded moment in our lives in which we must pass or fail a predetermined goal. Sometimes that test is educational, serving as the yardstick by which we measure our knowledge. Sometimes it is medical, painfully answering the question, where did that rash come from? And sometimes, a test is a public analysis of one man's need for attention and love. Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy who once backhanded a child the only time he has ever gone rollerblading. And joining me on this podcast is my rollerblading instructor, Laura Arnold. (laughs) First of all, I should never be anybody's rollerblading instructor. I haven't rollerbladed since I was a pretty small child. Oh my god, did I backhand you? Are you the Probably child I backhanded? Probably not, because depending on whether you were a child at that point in time, and also depending on whether you were ever in Wisconsin at that time. Oh, no. I was a full-grown adult. Well, not a full-grown adult. I was like 18. Um, we, our youth group went rollerblading, um, and I was didn't want to do it, and I was like, oh, I'll just hang out in the, in the concession area and eat some nachos all night. And they're like, no, John, if you're here, you got to do it. And so I agreed to go out there. Nothing like some good peer pressure. Yeah. And so I went, (laughs) so I put them on and I was like, oh, I can rollerblade on the carpet around the roller rink. So I was just like scooting around on the carpet. And they're like, no, you got to go out on the rolling, on the the rink. And so um, I went out on the rolling rink and basically just like stayed completely locked in place. Just imagine me being pushed across the thing. My (laughs) nine foot tall... Andre the Giant Self, just slowly (laughs) gliding without moving across the room. And then I went to go try and, like, push myself off, and I started losing my balance. So I was waving my arms really, really hard and really fast. And then the last thing before I just completely wiped out was I backhanded a little girl (laughs) um, who then fell to the ground crying, and then I fell. And then her mom... Did you cry? um, I was in pain. (laughs) I didn't cry, though, because I'm a big boy. (laughs) And it took four full-grown men to get me back up, and then I said, push me to the edge. So they pushed me to the edge, and then I stayed on the carpet the rest of the night. Oh. It was, was a little girl okay? I don't know. <laughs> if it was you, you probably have uh, memory loss from it, so. Uh, I think she was fine. She, she kept rollerblading. Okay, good. That's a good sign. Yeah. Anytime a kid gets back into it. That's good. I taught that kid perseverance. <laughs> sure did. You're welcome, child. <laughs> There's something you and I have talked about off air. Oh, God. Is this about me having a podcast, an autobiography, an audiobook of that autobiography, a self-published short story about my first romance, and an audiobook version of that short story? Are you a narcissist? Yeah, that's what I thought this was going to be about. Um, What exactly is a narcissist? A disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. You had that in your back pocket, I see. (laughs) Um, Yes, we talked about this a couple of months ago, um, when our friendship was still blossoming new. Um, (laughs) And every time that I say that I don't think I am... Um, you remind me 
that there are tendencies that I have that make you think that I am a narcissist, which is kind of concerning. <laughs> um, I think that I think that I enjoy being. I th- I think we're confusing my being a narcissist with me being someone who is in comedy who has to be the center of attention because otherwise my life force drains out of my body. Um, so I think that might be a difference, but I will say that, like, I think it's not so much that you're a narcissist as much as it is that you are, like you said in comedy, but also like an actor personality and that you very much want to be the center of attention. Well, it's not so much that I want to be the center of attention it's that I, like, if I'm not landing some kind of, like, like, like a laugh, then I feel like my soul die. <laughs> that sounds really stupid, but it's kind of true. Um, I guess I kind of get that. Yeah, because it's that thing of, like, that's that's the only trade that I got. Other people, they've got, like, good looks or they're, um, you know, they're, they're, I was going to say pretty to look at, but that's the same thing as good looks, um, you know, or they can, they can weld. Um, I can't do any of that. Um, so I got to make people laugh. So some people were born to do that. Yeah. So in the same way that a good looking person has to look in a mirror, well, that it would be a narcissist. Never mind. I'm or proving. Vain. Yeah. I'm proving your point. Okay. What is the purpose of this? <laughs> Well, I have here a quiz for you to take to see if you are, in fact, a narcissist. Okay, lay it on me. Can I get another drink first? Ooh, this wine is definitely worth the $6 I paid for it. You said four. Oh, maybe, yeah, it was $4. And it's $4 for, how much is this? This is not just a regular size bottle. This is a liter. This is a liter and a half of wine I spent $4 on. Uh, it's got real oaky afterbirth. <laughs> it's got something. Oh, mm, it goes down like a... <sighs> Jesus, take the wheel. Okay. You need some Gouda. It would make it better. Oh, Gouda's awful. Introduction. Narcissism is... In personality trait generally conceived of an excessive self-love. In Greek mythology, Narcissus was a man who fell in love with his reflection in a pool of water. Okay, just stopping right there. Um, I do frequently fog up the mirror in my bathroom before I take a shower. So, so that you can't see yourself? Correct. So okay. I don't think I am nar- what Narcissus. Moving on. Okay. The NPI was developed by Raskin and Hall, 1979, for the measurement of narcissism as a personality trait in social social psychological research. It is based on the definition of narcissistic personality disorder found in the DSM-3? Yes. But is not diagnostic... Not a diagnostic tool for MPD and instead measures subclinical or normal expressions of narcissism. So, even someone who gets the highest possible score on the MPI does not necessarily have NPD. Which is Narcissistic Personality Disorder. Also, your answers will be anonymously recorded and possibly used for research or otherwise distributed. Oh god, I'm going to be in two textbooks this year. What's the other one? 
Um, I'm going to be in a Japanese textbook about Japanese students who learn um, about America. Huh. Did you not know that? Coming out next year, I think, over 30,000 Japanese students a year will see my visage. Cool. And then say, don't ever want to go there. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. For each pair of items, choose the one that is most identif- that you most identify with. If you identify with both equally, choose which one you think is most important. Okay. Number one. I have a natural talent for influencing people. Mm-hmm. Or, I am not good at influencing people. I think I'm pretty decent at influencing people. Okay. I support. And, My- oh, also, feel free to correct me if oh, you Oh, I will. Wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> you jumped on that real quick. <laughs> Modesty doesn't become me. I am essentially a modest person. Yeah, I think I'm... I feel like I'm essentially a modest person. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like, like, I know there are certain things that I'm pretty good at, but I don't, I know I'm not the best person at them. I know there's always going to be someone who's better at you than something or Mm -hmm. anything that you can do. Yeah, I would support that statement. I would do almost anything on a dare. I tend to be a fairly cautious person. Um, I don't like stepping out of my apartment in the morning. (laughs) So we're going to go with number two on that one. Okay. When people compliment me, I sometimes get embarrassed. I know that I am good because everybody keeps telling me so. We were actually talking about this before we, we recorded. Um, I actually don't believe people when they compliment me because I think they're lying. So that is there an option that. for that? <laughs> no, but I'll pick the first one. Okay. That's close enough, I guess. I, The thought of ruling the world frightens the hell out of me. If I ruled the world, it would be a better place. I feel like everybody has that thought, though. I feel like every everybody's thought... I feel like that's the problem with the world in general, is everybody's thought is, if everybody thought the way I think... Yeah, but, like, are you trying to take over the world? I am, but I'm failing drastically. This podcast has not taken off as quickly as I wanted. <laughs> and that's step one. Please subscribe and share with your friends. Mwahaha. So, if you ruled the world, the it would be a better place? I guess. Huh. It doesn't scare me. Okay. Because, honestly, the number of times that I'm like, I just want to grab people by the shoulders and shake them and say, what the heck are you thinking? Think the way that I think, because it makes sense. <laughs> See, okay, yeah, yeah. The second one is definitely me. Yep. I prefer to blend in with the crowd. I like to be the center of attention. I like to blend in with a crowd. Doubt it. No, I do like to be the center of attention. Sure do. I am not better or worse than most people. I think I am a special person. I don't think I'm better or worse than most people. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure if I would make a good leader. Wait, when you agreed with me, were you saying that you don't think I'm, you just think I'm running the mill or you agree that I think that? I agree that you think that. Oh, okay. All right. I was about to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I don't particularly like to show off my body. Yep. Don't even have to do a part two of that one. Great. Put more layers on. <laughs> I can read people like a book. People are sometimes hard to understand. Yeah, I can read people pretty well. Yeah. It's very it's very infrequently that I am not a good judge of character. Mm-hmm. 
I would also say, too, that, like, you can tell... I mean, I wear my emotions on a sleeve for... Like, on my sleeve for sure, but I also, like... There's a lot of times when I try really hard not to, and even the times when I'm trying hard not to, like, show that I'm upset or whatever, you're pretty good at being like, no, you're not okay, tell me what's wrong. That's because we're really good friends now. Because this podcast has literally just been a chronicle of us going from co-workers to besties for life. It's true. And when we get our matching tattoos, (laughs) it's going to be a beautiful thing. (laughs) We're just going to get anecdotal dope tattooed on us. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) I just want to be reasonably happy. I want to amount to something in the eyes of the world. Mm, we're getting real deep into John Weeds. Um, <laughs> it's the second one, as much as I hate it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like the thought of me dying and people not knowing who I am. Well, there's going to be a lot of people who don't know who you are. Don't that That will keep me up at night. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'm not someone who aspires to be famous. Yeah. Because I know what a nightmare that is. But I am someone who, the worst thing for me is leaving a building where I, where people don't know. like What you've done. Yeah. Like, I remember the first time I did a lighting design. It was the first time I ever had left a show opening night and nobody talked to me. And it killed me because I was like, I just spent weeks and weeks working my butt off for this show and nobody noticed the work that I put into this. When you're the director, people come at you. When you're an actor, people come at you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're a scene designer, they'll do it. But as a lighting designer, nobody cared. You've got to be satisfied with your art rather than what other people think. Sometimes I tell good stories. Everybody likes to hear my stories. This is the part, listener, where we open this question up for you to answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say because you have a podcast literally about telling stories that everybody likes to hear my stories. Whether they want to or not. Correct. Um, (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I have been told that I have good stories. You do have good stories. That's Which what is started what, this all. Yeah, that's literally what prompted this godforsaken podcast. Um, I feel like a fraction of them are actually really good. So, either one, you pick, you pick I'm the gonna, answer on I'm one. still going to stick with everybody he likes. Because the other thing, too, is like, you tell so many stories, and I just assume that you tell them because you believe people want to hear them. Sure. I feel like that's an insult on the back end. But. A little backhanded, but I didn't mean it to be. Anyway, sure. moving Let's on. Let's move on. I wish somebody would someday write my biography. I'm already on it, so. I, that's an autobiography. Two different Well, that's things. not an option on this list. I don't like people to pry into my life for any reason. I don't. That's Great. why I don't ever share anything that has happened to me on a podcast that goes out to whoever so wants to listen to it. So you wish somebody would write you a biography. Yeah, but I've already taken care of that. That's so. an autobiography, which is it's, different. Do you know the title of my autobiography? Not off the top of my head. It's called My Life Abridged, A Case Study of What Not to Do in Life, Love, and Relationships. <laughs> <laughs> 
These are your results on the narcissistic personality inventory. Oh, God. Your score is 16 out of 40. Oh, okay. Higher scores indicate greater levels of narcissism. Oh, okay, great. Below is a graph of how other people have scored on this test. Or is, is there celebrity comparisons? Um, how close to Kelsey Grammer am I? I have no idea. So basically, I'm not a full-blown... I'm not a narcissist. It seems that that is true. I have tendencies, potentially. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad we've cleared that up. Laura, why didn't we have you take this quiz to see if you're a narcissist? Because I don't have a podcast. I just share one with you. You are the person who weakly complains that their face isn't on the cover art for this podcast. Busted. Thank you. <laughs> so much for listening. Help us spread the word about anecdotal dote to your friends and family. Did you just say thank you? you that's what you wrote. <laughs> The funny thing is, I'm going to cut out the part where you say that's what you wrote, and it's just going to sound like you just f***ed up. <laughs> or you just say, thank you. <laughs> thank you, you. Thank you so much for listening. Help us spread the word about anecdotal doubt to your friends and family. Take a couple of seconds and review us on Apple Podcast. We'd love to know what you think. That does help us find new listeners as well. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. If you didn't like what you heard, still subscribe. Doesn't hurt you either way. Remember, everyone has a story to tell, especially you. So don't forget to send in your stories to us here at theanecdotaldote at gmail.com. We're excited to listen. If you want to get in touch with us, like us on Facebook or email us. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 